Mishi, the Chaz is telling us in the middle of the Sugya of how he describes the Kaikas of a person spiritually as different to the Kaikas of an animal. And he said everything which is a living thing, including animals, has what it wants, has what it's afraid of, it has the ability to try and get what it wants, what it needs, has the ability to run away from what it's afraid of. That's what makes the nefesh of an animal different to the plant. The plant has no ability to plan what it wants, or what to avoid, there's no, no option of how to get to, to what it wants, it's stuck in its place. That's something I can't avoid the, uh, what's threatening to it, because again, it can't move. And in the mind of an animal, it has the ability to move, and what causes it to move is either the fulfillment of a need, or running away from a danger. And how does has an animal aware of that? So as we spoke about last time, the senses that animals have, just like people have, so imprint on its knowledge, its awareness, what he called the Targosh Moshetafis, and that is that certain things are dangerous, certain things are helpful. <coughs> and those remain even in the memory of an animal, in the sense that, therefore, when it sees something which is a threat, it triggers that memory, and it's going to run away from a threat. Or when it sees something which is beneficial to it, so when it wants to eat, for example, so it already knows instinctively, or as it can pick up with one of its senses, whether it's a smell or it's a sight, or if you're talking about a predator, maybe the sense of hearing uh, what it needs, and therefore it's going to use whatever Kaya gave it in order to in order to get what it wants. That's what we spoke about the Kaya of an animal, and now we want to understand why a person is more than that. In other words, human beings also have the ability to move, to get to what they want, to run from what's dangerous to them. They also have the ability to pick up information with their senses, that they know what's harmful to them, they know what's helpful for them, and where is there, where's there now a difference in the level of a person to the level of the animal? So we're holding, it's still in the middle of the same long shtukl in this kazari, I should base, in the Hamishi, in this print is Tavchov Talit. He comes to talk about a person. And he says, he has two titles, which is very interesting the way that the kazari explains it to us. So the first thing he says, and that is, he says, at the top of the page, he says, when you look at honey, for example, you know it's sweet, and therefore every time you see honey, you know it's sweet. Even though the sweetness is something you taste, and honey is something you see, we already have made the connection in our mind that what we see triggers the awareness of our taste that we know that something sweet. Our five senses work together, and therefore, if you pick up with one sense, it uh, comes together with the awarenesses of the other senses of how we look at them. That's what he calls the uh, of the, the yutsuri of a person, which means when it connects the five senses together, and uh, therefore, a person's awareness is based on a trigger from one thing which awakens up and awareness of something else. So a person hears a line and is afraid. Because it connects that sound to something which is afraid, something to be afraid of. A person smells food and he wants to eat it. He connects the smell to the taste. All those connections that there are between different senses is what he calls the Kayak Yitzri of a person. And those Kayakas work in the person's awake, they work when a person's awake, they work when a person's asleep. And therefore, a person can also be aware of certain senses when they're asleep and it triggers something in the mind which it connects to that sense. So that's uh, the way Hashem creates people, similar to animals. Animals also have the ability to have the same five senses and the same trigger in their mind which connects one to the other. 
כרך מרחיב מה שמזכה בצפרקו של המשותפס, וילדו ביניהם ויפיל המחלקת ביניהם, ובלי שיעשו מהצור לצפרקו של המשותפס. We said the combined feeling that one sense gives me an awareness of another one, that applies in all the senses, and the person can then for line up that this sensation reminds him of however this thing affected his other senses, that's all the koyach ha-yitzun. V'chein hu ha-yitzri, and that's the second koyach in a person, which is the koyach of the yitzri. V'yesh yeh emes, v'yesh yeh shakeh. Aver yitzri emes lo'ilam. This is an important point by a person. There's the yitzri of a person, and the koyach, what he calls the koyach yitzri of the person. It's not the same thing. The koyach yitzri, he says, is always emes. The koyach ha-yitzri is sometimes right and sometimes wrong. What are these two different koyachs? So the first point is the the yitzuri, which means that a person is aware of based on his senses, and if that's the case, what a person has connected that there's a link between the what I see, what I smell, what I feel, what I eat, whatever it's going to be, that's a, that's something which is based on the mitzvahs, based on the facts. That's not wrong. It's always going to be the case, and therefore smelling smoke and knowing there's a fire is always the case. That's the one's uh, link I've created in my mind. The one's made to the other one. Um, so similarly, sometimes a certain smell triggers the taste of what that food has. That's a, a, con- a connection my mind's made, which will always be right. That's always endless. There's a second point also, and that's what he calls the Koyachayitri, which is sometimes right and sometimes wrong. And that is specifically by a person. And that is when a certain, when a certain, <coughs> gosh, a certain sense is connected to a certain Yetzir. And therefore, it's not connected to something which I know for sure is, I've experienced, it's connected to a something I want. And sometimes it's right, and sometimes it's emiss, and sometimes the one does bring the other one, sometimes it's not necessarily going to bring the other one, but it's something that that triggers a person's yetzer for something, his desire for something, and therefore he, he, there's a connection made, even if it doesn't have to be the case. So for example, for example, if a person has a yetzer for um, the answer for whatever pleasure it is for food, for eating. Now, the the, the true the true connection is when a person smells food, it connects to the food. That's mitzis. Certain foods have certain smells. I smell it, I know exactly what it is. That's what it's always emes. But the feeling I got from eating it isn't always emes. That's connected to the answer, which means to my time of it. And therefore, it's, uh, even if the awareness of it reminds me of the enjoyment I got, that's awakening a koyach so that doesn't always have to be the case. And that's where he's going to explain this, how that works. Because he says that turns into the machshav of a person, what a person thinks. The There's a second, or the third, I should say, strength a person has, which is the koyach machshav, which means a person can make decisions based on the input that he gets from his senses. What a person senses something and it brings up a connotation of his mind, that's something which is completely instinctive. I smell something and therefore it makes me think of a certain thing which connects to that smell. That's completely instinctive. It doesn't need my mashup. And then again, sometimes it's because the one's connected to the other one. I smell freshly baking bread. I think that's bread. I know what bread tastes like. The two connect. Sometimes it's something which isn't connected. It needs my imagination. As we call it, so, for example, if I always associated a certain person's house with a certain smell, just because that's what I always smelled, it's I smell the smell, I think of that person. Not because there's an intrinsic connection between them, but because that's the trigger in my mind. 
And therefore, this smell reminds me of that. A certain antiseptic reminds me of the hospital. A certain smell reminds me of a certain best measures. A certain whatever it is, kind of food, reminds me of the person who used to make that food. Whatever the case is, that's all in the koyach of a person's dimya. Which means that's a trigger which is based on what they were feeling at the time when they had this sensation. And it brings back that same sensation again. The sensation brings back that feeling again. That's what he calls something which is from Amos, from Meshake. You know, if I smell freshly break bread, I say, ah, that's Chana. That's always Amos, because that's a Mitzvah. That's what it smells like. But if I smell freshly break bread, ah, that's my grandmother's house. It's like that for Amos. That's the association which I'm making based on where I experience that same sensation. It doesn't have to be Amos. It could be someone who's making the same Chana. But the important point is, both of those things come instinctively. Neither of them come from the Zechel. And he says, that's why neither of them have a Mishpat within. I will see it about. It's the memory that it brings to mind. It's the, the imagination that, that that same sense brings me back to. And that's all what applies to a person originally. Now, part of that is necessary for a person. In other words, there's certain connections a person makes between senses and things that he wants or things that are dangerous. And that's an important because a person works with those things to know what to do. So first, it's just like the person smells fire and he knows something dangerous. It's because he doesn't have to think about it. That's an automatic connection that makes in his mind. Um, but that can also be damaging for a person because if the connection is being made is to something which is based on his imagination, so then not necessarily this is a good thing. It could be that this triggers something which he's reminded of, which isn't necessarily the amiss, and that's why there's a certain uh, negative side to a person's senses, and that is the feeling that it brings back, which is, could be shaka, what he calls the fayach of the yetzer. That second point works in the imagination. And that's what it first talks to people. In other words, the fact that I can connect a smell, a sound, a feeling to whatever is causing it is an instinct which helps the person. The fact that I connect it to what I remember it and what I was feeling at the time, that's depending on a person's imagination and that's not always Amos. I heard this once from one of the very famous singers, a very interesting idea. And he said that people often say that like, the old songs are better. You know, the songs I remember from when they were younger they were much better than today's songs. So, you said it's not necessarily it's, it's true as far as the song goes, but it's association. Because the person remembers where he heard the song, he remembers the, where, how he felt at the time, and then it brings back the good feelings of not just the music, but of the experience that he had then. And therefore, the person is looking back nostalgically at, I remember when I was a Bakr, I remember when I was much younger, I remember the good times when I, was this, I heard this song. It brings back that feeling of the kumzit, that feeling of the Shabbos, or whatever it's going to be, which is nothing to do with the song. It's just the association that I make between where I, what the music I'm hearing and the feeling I had the last time I had, which is true. It's true. That's what he calls the Koyach HaYitzri. The Koyach, which means it makes an association between one of the senses and the feeling I had at the time. And like we said, that's something which could be positive, something which could be negative. It could be positive for all of us. When we start the, ah, yeah, 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 it's the connotation. Because you heard that tune of Rosh Hashanah, it brings back the feeling of Rosh Hashanah, or the Hamelech, whatever it's going to be. So it brings back that same, a little bit of the same feeling of Yom But the same way, but negatively. Which means if it's a certain a sense connected to something, that, which was also that a person enjoyed us, but or something wrong that a person did, so then that same thing is going to murder the, 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 the Aver, it's going to murder the feeling of what they did wrong. And that's why it could be a Koyach HaShaker also. And again, this is something which is instinctive. A person connects one to the other one. But, so that's the, the Koyach HaShem gave a person. 
And that is he calls a koyach hashaymer, which is masculine le'anyani mashi hisik, that reminds a person of how he felt about something. Kamoi she'azayev sonei, he sees a wolf and he hates the wolf, he's scared of the wolf. So he sees a wolf and triggers that same feeling. Va'ben oyev, va'ava va'hezek, va'amona va'chazava demachshavik. All these things, the feelings, which a person connects, connects with something, is all based on the trigger of the sense that I felt at the time. When it comes back, it gives me back that same feeling. Now, that's only that's only the kayak which reminds a person the trigger of his senses. That's what calls a kayak Hashemir. That's something which the person's machshava can work on. In other words, now the person has the ability to think. And I can use that information to use his mind to think about it. It doesn't have to be necessarily that he's, he acts based just on the instinct of what the sense brings back. No, And therefore, even though he remembers something, and he remembers it with the feelings that he had at the time or in the, con- in the context of where he experienced it, but now he can use his machshava to apply it or not apply it to the circumstance yet. And therefore, when a person has the koyach to think about something, but it's the koyach of the yetzer, which means the connection to the feeling at the time, that's what he said, it's more of the yetzer in a person. And uh, when a person is, uses his, the, his memory of something in the past, because it's something that a person can think about what he wants to do, or how he wants to act based on that. And that's the explanation. What he calls the Yitzuri is how it stares the Pnei HaMoyach Vayitzri Bem Soseh Vazichorim Vachorov Vanachshavi Bechlone What are the four stages? Now he goes in one by one. The first one is the connection. The link which he calls the Yitzuri or is the Yitzdairus it has the image in a person's mind based on what he's experiencing. So whatever sense it's going to be it reminds me of something. And that's, uh, that's the what he calls the, the, the tsura that a person has in his mind which is connected to the sense. Just like you eat a certain food and you remember the last time where you were you ate that food, you hear a certain song, you remember the last time you were and you had certain the song, all the examples we get. Then the next point is the yitri, which means through that, that brings back the feeling of what I had, was experiencing at the time. It's not just the knowledge of the recognition of the sense and what it is, it also brings back with it how I felt at the time, which is what fuels the yitzhara. And the last point, there's the memory, which comes later. Or either it's which means after that I have to remember and what happened as a result. I have to remind myself of the, the situation, not just the experience, the, the connection I get to the feeling. And over all of them is the machshava, which means that now it gives me the ability to make a decision what I want to do now. So for example, let's say I smell, smell certain food. And it brings you back, ah, I remember that food, I remember the last time I ate it. And it could be more than the yetzer, I want to eat it again. I remember it tasted very good. But then if I think about it a bit more, I remember one second, last time I ate the food, I got sick. It wasn't good, it wasn't good for me. So that's the zikar, and then I have to think about what happened at the time. And then afterwards, and then I remember what happened, and I have to make the decision. So do I want to eat it again or not? If I'm going to stop with the first stage, it's just, it's just a connection to, it smells like good food, I want to eat it, and I'll eat it. So then I might be making a mistake again and again. It's only when I think, one second, I have to remember what happened last time, which is not just the instinct of what I remember, it's, trying, it's the zikaron to remember what happened when, last, when this happened the last time around, 
And then let's say, for whatever reason, I remember that I, or this food made me sick, it wasn't good for me. Then I have the machshava, which can make me decide I don't want to do it again. And that's why, I'm just giving Phyllis the example, that's why anything. <coughs> because the trigger is always going to be the same trigger. And whatever we saw, whatever the senses pick up, is just an example, whatever the senses picks up is a trigger. It's a trigger in the sense that it reminds me of what it is. It's a trigger to the Yetzir, which means it reminds me of a certain pleasure which is connected to it. That I got from it in the past that it's offering me. And if a person is just going to follow that, then they're going to, they're going to look to, to be led by it, regardless of what the result is going to be. It's only when a person remembers, and what happened last time I did this? And then it gives me the opportunity to think, do I want to follow that same path again? It's like what Rabbi Yenna says at the beginning of Shari Chuba. Rabbi Yenna says about the person, he ate and he drank, he stole food, he ate and he drank, and he knows that after he ate and he drank, the judge made him pay for it. So it wasn't good for him, he ended up paying more. And now that same person walks past the same place again, and he smells the same good smell, and he wants the same food again a second time. So maybe he's going to just go, ah, I remember that smell, that was really good food. He's going to eat it again, he's going to go through the same process again. It's only if he has a Zikaran that he's, he's meant to remember, but think what happened last time he did this, and then remember it wasn't Kadai for you, then that presents the mind opportunity to make the decision, which means to be Shafet and decide this wasn't Kadai. A person who follows the instinct never gets to that stage. A person who follows the instinct is led by the Yetzer, which is whatever the sense is more in him instinctively, and he never thinks more than that, and he never has the ability to restrain himself from doing what he's not meant to do. And that's the Koyach of a person. The Koyach of a person is the ability to use his, his Zikaran, his, his memory of what happened last time around, and his, uh, therefore his ability to rationalize, not to do it again, not to prevent him doing it again. Because without that, a person will repeat the same mistake every time. Every time it's already the same feeling, and every time we'll just do the same thing again and again, which is the example of an animal. The example of the example of the animal is he does exactly what he does. He does the same thing again and again. Why? It's a debatable if it's because he doesn't have a memory or because he doesn't have the ability to think. But whichever one it is, it's because the same trigger each time is going to make him do the same thing. And therefore, he's going to fall again and again because each time exactly the same trigger is going to have exactly the same result. And uh, the person, who, if because he has a memory of what happened, so then he can think, one second, last time this is what happened, this is what happened afterwards. And now it gives him the ability to, make, to decide, maybe it's not good to follow that instinct because... The last one wasn't good. The last one was that from it. Why? Well, did the wrong thing because of it. And that's where the Kadari says the uniqueness of a person. I'll say it in different words. I've said this before here. It's a very beautiful saying from Rehda Lafian. He asked once this, this Bachim in Bechasidim. And that is, what's the difference between a person and an animal? What's the difference between a person and an animal? So, I said straight away. A person is Bechir and an animal doesn't. So he said, it's not true. An animal can decide if he wants to eat the grass, not eat the grass. An animal can decide if he wants to die in the shed or not to die in the shed. An animal can also decide whether he wants to walk to the lake and drink water or not. An animal is not forced, and he can decide that as well. So just making an animal to decide what he wants to do isn't necessarily a kayak of Bechira, which is unique to a person. Animals can decide that kind of thing also. That's not to say. So when you tell them, you said in this lesson, you said, but the MS is you're right. The difference between a person and an animal is a kayak Bechira. But, this is the important line, Bechira isn't, I'm choosing to do what I want to do. Bechira is, I can choose not to do what I want to do. That's what's in a person animal. An animal only thinks in terms of what I want to do. 
An animal can decide what he wants to do. Any living thing can. Like we saw before, the Gazari himself said it. He has a, knows what's good for it, he knows what to run away from it, because I to go to eat food, he run away from a danger. The Bechira to, to do what I want to do, animals have as well. The uniqueness of the human being is the Bechira to decide not to do what I want to do. Even though I want to do something, I can decide not to do it. Or on the other hand, I can decide to do what I don't want to do. That's the uniqueness of a human Bechira. Human Bechira isn't I can choose what I want to do, and it's what I'll do it. Choosing if I want to eat strawberry ice cream or vanilla ice cream isn't a choice of a human being. Animals can also choose if I want to eat this flower or that flower. The Bechira of a human being is the Bechira to choose to not do what I want to do. And that's exactly the point that Kazari is saying here. If a person is led by the instinct, which comes from the sense of this triggers a certain reaction, which is something I want or something I like, so I'm just going to do it automatically, it's not Bechira. The Bechira is the knowledge of, even if I want it, I can use my Makshava to think that maybe I shouldn't do it, and I'll choose not to follow my senses. Velocisur. Velocisur is Bechira. Don't follow what you want to do. Because that's the possibility. Naturally, a person does want to follow his eyes, does want to follow his heart, and the Bechira is Velocisur. I'm not choosing not to do what I want to do. That's, that's unique about a person. It's, it's, it's encapsulated in a very nice way, exactly the same you said. Because I was explained as the dynamic. The dynamic is the senses work the same, and the trigger that they have, which is called the Yetzir, is the same. It's the Kayach Machshav a person has that can make him stop and evaluate, do I want to follow this, or do I think it's more Kadai for me not to follow it, and then I'm, I'm able to withstand it. That's unique to a human being. Now the interesting point is that's unique to any human being. It's not that good to a Jew. And a non-Jew has a mind, and a non-Jew has the ability to ex- exercise self-control the same way. Any human being has the same point, and now comes the bombshell of the Kazari. All these kinds that a person has, including his ability to decide, including his ability to remember, time when the person dies. And there's no continuation for a person, more than an animal. Even if a person worked on his ability to make decisions, the Maisa, they don't, they don't exist more than the person lives. And therefore, when the person dies, so then his Kaychus dies as well. In other words, there's nothing about the fact that a person can make decisions which are rational, something which gives him Nitzchiyas. That's a tool that a person has in this world, and a person can use that tool. There's nothing which is going to grant him more, anything more than how he's going to live this life. For example, any person, let's say any Nanjur, he has to make decisions of how to invest his money or, or what to do with the things he has. So he's making decisions. He's not just necessarily squandering it randomly on the first thing he sees. So he's using his mind. But using his mind doesn't give him the kayak of nitchis. It's when he's in this world. He uses his mind to, the, to do what he wanted to do. And even though he was miyachet, that's my life, to use his mind to think of what do I want to do, how do I want to spend my money, how do I want to spend my time, whatever the case might be, there's nothing good about that necessarily which is going to deserve a person's reward. And that is, that's why even the kaychas a person have isn't a guarantee of anything more than they, they can utilize this world better. That's all. And he says, These people, from the bears, lower down, all that is that a person is better able to make decisions in this world and therefore can maximize his abilities to use this world the way he wants to, 
but it's all related to this world. The fact that a person can decide what he wants to do isn't a source of mitzvahs. It isn't a source of anything beyond what he can do in his life. And therefore, in that sense, when a person dies, he loses that koyach as well. And now the next part, because I'm going to see next time, is he's going to define what he calls the spiritual part of the person. And that's something which is which exists beyond the person's lifetime here. What he calls the koyach chasei we'll talk about that, and how that's the second aspect that a person has that he can that he can work on, he can develop, which gives him something which is beyond just the ability to utilize the physical world in a more logical or more intelligent way than an animal can. That's what we'll see next time.